Ready? Yeah. After the heavens and the earth were fully formed on the seventh day, God ended his work and rested, sanctifying this day as a day of rest. Okay. That's why you get double time on Sundays. Because <laughs> God rested. <laughs> All right. I wish he would have taken, like, Wednesday off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have taken a three-day weekend. <laughs> Every weekend is a three-day weekend because God rested. Was it, was it Henry Ford that came up with the 40-hour work week? Uh, was it, was it, it was, it was the unions, right? It was, it might've been around that time, right? No. I thought it was a union. That was a union thing. I don't think so. I think it was Henry Ford. Look it up. I'm on a different window. Window. Just a fucking open a window. Who came up with the 40 hour work week? I bet it was, uh. Why can't you ever? Why do I have to do all the googling? Because you you're better at it than I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Henry Ford became one of the first employers to adopt a five day, forty hour work week at his Ford Motor Company plants in 1926. He was not just responding to pressure from the labor movement, though, because he saw employment as a way to grow the middle class, his customer base. I don't. So they're painting Henry Henry Ford as the good guy here. He was the good guy. No, he wasn't. He was. No. He invented the assembly line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> no, like okay. <laughs> if it wasn't for Henry Ford, we wouldn't have the abilities that we have now where we can just take mindless fucking drones throw their name on their chest and say, you do these three steps over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand what the problem is. Right. (sighs) We got to grow the middle class by making these jobs so that anybody can do it. So we don't have to pay them very much. Perfect. (laughs) I'm with you. If you want to pivot from the Bible and talk about best manufacturing practices, (laughs) I'd be more than happy to. I'm, I don't know about best manufacturing practices, but there is definitely a gap between what's the best manufacturing practices for the manufacturer and for the workers. Those no. are two totally different things. No. Have, have you ever worked in a place that had that relied heavily on tribal knowledge? Yes. Okay. When you started at that place, you were lost, right? Yes. Okay. And it took you struggling to get to a point where you felt comfortable because I'm assuming with your personality, you didn't have a lot of people trying to teach you anything. I mean, (laughs) that's not true, but uh, so. I mean, I've worked with you. (laughs) So I I agree with you up to a point. I think, first of all, I think struggle is good when you're learning. Second of all, tribal knowledge is there for a reason. I No, tribal knowledge is, is the devil. Right. That, and like I said, we can argue about <laughs> best manufacturing practices for the, the manufacturer or for the worker. They're two different things. They, 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 they overlap sometimes, but they're not the same thing. They are. You're just they, stupid and no, short-sighted how, and small-minded. How, how am I stupid and short-sighted? If you take a manufacturer and you say, we're the, the number one thing that we want is to drive down our labor costs. Our, no, our cost. no. We want to drive down our cost. No. Is that not true? 
No, the number one thing that we want is employee engagement. We want people uh, to be happy. So you so you're just lying. Now <laughs> I understand. Of course you want to drive down your fucking cost. <laughs> right. So if I'm a cost, that way well, there's more profit sharing. The, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, well, you're you're fucking stupid. Okay. So how how is it stupid to not have, want have, to be have my my wage driven down? Have No. Labor. Oh, I, I need to look at it differently. That's what you're saying. I, I don't want your wage driven down. Uh-huh. I want you to produce more faster at the same rate. <laughs> uh, so you want to drive down my wage without me knowing that you're driving down my wage because I'm stupid. <laughs> no, I want to make you more effective. Uh, uh, to, to who? To my bottom fucking dollar. Like, <laughs> right. We're saying oh, the same thing. You're just putting a spin on it. It's all. No, you're okay. Like you are actually suggesting that you think the right thing to do is not teach anybody anything, have them learn on their own, have everybody do it their own way. So there's no consistency in the product and uh, make sure that people believe that knowledge is power instead of just producing a good product, uh, good product repeatedly. Can, can we rewind the tape to where I said any of that? No, but that's <laughs> what you're suggesting. Say, I, I I didn't, did I make any suggestions? The only suggestion I made was that the goals of the labor and the goals of the manufacturer don't always align. That's the only suggestion that I made. The goals of the labor of labor doesn't align when they join a fucking union and they rise up against their employer who has been nice (laughs) enough to give them fucking livelihood. Right. (laughs) Genesis revisits the creation of man. Stating that man was formed from the dust of the ground and God breathed life into him. Okay, so we came from dust. God breathed into our mouths and we're alive. Got it? God placed a man in a garden in Eden, which was filled with all kinds of beautiful plants and trees, including the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Okay. So far, so good. Where Does it say where Eden is? (laughs) Does it give directions? (laughs) No. Okay. But I think that they they think that it's in like Mesopoquita or something. Does that sound right? <laughs> Is that in Is Mexico? That <laughs> Mesopoquita, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I I know I've read something where they they've claimed to have found the Garden of Eden. Okay. And so it's in if, like Mesopotamia, maybe? Is that a place? Is, Is that Egypt? I think so. How does that make any sense to you at all? Like I'm going to start a garden. I'm going to put it in Egypt. Does that, does that make sense? (laughs) Okay. The location of Eden is described in the book of Genesis as the source of four tributaries. Various suggestions have been made for its location at the head of the Persian Gulf, blah, 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 Southern Mesopotamia. So I was close. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? Mesopotica? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So that it, it looks like it's, where Turkey meets Iraq meets whatever country is cut off here. What's what's near Iraq and Turkey? Iran. Okay. But that sounds like a terrible place. <laughs> why, why would you, if you were God, why would you put like the Garden of Eden right in the middle of like this shithole? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I don't think he put it in Baghdad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's put it in the middle of Detroit, downtown. <laughs> where, can we put, where can we put the Garden of Eden? I don't know. Detroit sounds cool. <laughs> They've got shitty water. 
A river flowed from Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided into four main rivers. Okay, so that right there is the line that they said, it's in Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Four rivers, that's what we got. All right. God so you're placed... telling me that the, the, the Bible... I'm not telling you anything. Oh, no, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm asking. So according to the Bible, the Garden of Eden isn't even in America? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I okay. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> Does it say that Jesus is white? God placed the man in the garden to work and take care of it and commanded the man that he could eat from any tree in the garden except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil for eating from this tree would cause him to die. Wait, wait, wait. So that tree is going to give me knowledge of good and evil, but I can't go by that tree. That's what. Right. God's kind of an ass. All right. right. Okay. Now I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I want you to envision that you are God. Okay. All right. So you just spent six days, uh, you know, naming shit or yeah. whatever he did. <laughs> right. And then right. you took the seventh day off. Yep. And now you start like, okay, you pick up dust and you're like, boom, <laughs> here's a man. Here's a guy. All right. Okay. Why would you put him? Okay. One, if you're all knowing, yeah. you already know what's going to happen if you tempt, if you add temptation. Right. Okay. So does that, does that right there make God fallible? No. If you, no, I don't think so, because I, I think there's a mixture of like, um, <clears throat> just because you're all knowing, you are still giving your creation free will, right? Just because but, you know what's going to happen. No, okay. When Dale Earnhardt died, they said that God needed a driver. That means, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That means that God took Dale Earnhardt from us. Why would God need a driver? And why would it need to be Dale Earnhardt? What's he going to be late for? Why is he got to go so fast? That doesn't even make any sense. You would you would think that God would want the safest drive. Like that that's stupid. That's a stupid idea. <laughs> like who who would you pick then? Who would you pick for God's driver if if not Dale Earnhardt? I don't know, man. <laughs> I w- you would think that if if you're God, you shouldn't you be flying a f- private plane? I mean, why, why why are you drive? Why are you in the back of somebody else's car? I'm God. I'm going to take a taxi. That seems so stupid. <laughs> that seems like poor person shit. Do you think God lives in a trailer too? <laughs> no, to have. Uh, Dale Earnhardt is your personal driver? Why do you need a personal drive? Because I'm God, bitch. <laughs> Whatever appointment you need to go to, if you're God, wherever you are, that's where the people need to be for your appointment. They come to you. You don't need to drive anywhere. <laughs> you're, I'm fucking God. You're going to do a prostate exam. You come to me. There's so many other people like that I would rather have drive me around than Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt. Like with his stupid mustache. <laughs> It's stupid. I'm glad he's dead. Do you think Dale, do you think Dale, Dale Earnhardt hates Muslims and then he gets to heaven? He's like, Oh, you're not white. (laughs) Okay. I want to go back to my original point. I do believe that this makes God, this 
proves that God isn't infallible. If I, Okay. I disagree with you, but I don't know how to articulate it, right? So if if I create something and I I know what's going to happen, but the the plan isn't for me to change what's going to happen. The plan no, is for no, me no, no, to no, give no, you no. free will, right? There is no plan. It's not like nowhere day in day one through six uh-huh. did, did it say God made blueprints. He was just flying off the fucking so where, seat where, of his pants. Where did it say he's all knowing? I, I guess I just, that's just something I heard. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seeing that the man was alone, God decided to make a suitable helper for him. He caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, took one of his ribs and created a woman. That is awesome. Created a suitable helper. I think I think I like the Bible. <laughs> I'm back in on the Bible. <laughs> so, yeah, like this weekend, I'm going to be in the backyard with a wheelbarrow like. <laughs> <laughs> You're not being a very suitable helper. The man recognized the woman as part of himself and named her woman because she was taken out of man. Awesome. I love it. I love all of this. Are you going to are you going to be able to retain any of this? Yeah. God God created man from I mean woman from man's he created man and then he noticed that he was alone and then he said you need a partner, a helper or whatever he said. <laughs> give me your give me your rib and I'll make you someone. <laughs> took his rib so did he give him his rib back or did his rib did he grow his rib into woman or did he just take a piece you know do you understand what i'm saying uh took one of his ribs so okay so woman is literally just grown from man's rib (laughs) yes like in a petri dish that's awesome like he breathed life into man and then just grew woman in a Petri dish. That's great. That's, I like all this. Why do you, what do you think the significance is of taking one of the ribs? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you really, really don't know. I mean, I think it has to do with like, they wanted to take something that like, okay, when you look at a rotting animal, think about back in the day, you look at a rotting animal, you see it's fucking rib cages, right? So those bones are like symbolic of that animal, but I can't like, he took God's or God took Adam's arm. Well, then why does Adam still have an arm? You can't look at Adam and see that he's missing a rib. So it kind of fits. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, no. So, Okay, no, you so don't understand he, or no, I'm wrong. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I Yes, on both. Yes, I understand. No, you're wrong or okay. something. All I wanted okay. was for you to understand. Hmm. Okay. The, the chapter concludes by stating that a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. Both the man and his wife were naked and they felt no shame. So... This is where I think they start to make the argument for uh, no gay marriage, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Right. Read, read the first thing you said again. The chapter concludes by stating that a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife. Right. And they become one flesh. Right. Both the man and his wife were naked and they felt no shame. 
Right. So if you are a Christian, how do you read that and say, yeah, gay marriage is fine. Like, yeah, but ma- if you're marriage a Christian, is you a- think the earth is flat. Like, who right. gives a fuck if there's people butt fucking? No, when you, I'm not when asking adult. you. I'm not asking you who gives a fuck. I'm not defending any position. I'm just telling you where these positions come from. Jesus, you get all. De- I, I. Oh, my God. I make the stupidest point And then I come to this point And then you got to. De- you feel like you have to defend this point. Like, I'm hurting your feelings by saying gay marriage is against the Bible. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. That was, that was from down deep. 